cry of John the Baptist, and no less than his implied threat, reminds us that God is in the habit of making much out of little, and little of much. For the stumps, the places in our lives that we thought were dead, Christ is coming. Richard Helmer delivered this sermon on the second Sunday of Advent, December 9th, 2007. A shoot shall come out from the stump of Jesse. In the name of the God who made us, who redeems us, and who does not leave us alone. Amen. may have told you this once before, but one side of my family's yard when I was growing up in South Central Kansas was dominated by a hedgerow. It was a series of Osage orange trees that were originally planted to break up the wind patterns that would blow away topsoil in the Dust Bowl years. They were thorny things. They were prone to bramble and overgrowth and then they would throw their sticky and sickly green hedge apples every summer onto the ground. During sultry months, when the daily storms would drop an inch or more of rain late every afternoon, you could almost sit and watch the lawn grow, which meant that one day a week at least, most often I would be the one out clipping the grass. Navigating the hedgerow was always a hazardous thing with a lawnmower. Aside from throwing up hedge apples, the hedge tree stumps hidden in the tall grass were a killer for the blades of the lawnmower. They were destined to dull them, which made cutting the tall grass all the more difficult. Those stumps, Osage orange stumps, probably still connected with their parent trees by the roots, and left to their own devices, they would grow new suckers and trees so that if left to its own devices, the hedgerow would simply cover the ground. Those stumps could not be removed, however notched they were by getting run over by the lawnmower countless times during my younger days. The only way of getting rid of them would be, well, in an extreme version, dynamite, or just uprooting the entire hedgerow. Today's reading from Isaiah is among the most beautiful of the passages we hear during Advent, and it begins with that curiously mundane word, stump, the stump of Jesse. We like to jump ahead to the reference to the root, but Isaiah opens with stump. It almost sounds vulgar amongst the other beautiful images of the poem. But the prophet begins with a stump, referring first to a people in exile, people who have lost their homeland. They have been cut down to the ground and shorn from life itself. They are notched by the great and violent blades of the world. And there they sit, apparently lifeless, restless, and ignored in the earth. Stumps of humanity and community with grass growing up all around them are a ubiquitous part of our shared history. 
and they remain very much part of our life as Christians. This day, we need look no further than our own backyards. History was made yesterday when a diocese of the Episcopal Church for the first time ever decided to write itself as a whole out of the authority of the greater church and realign with a far-flung bishop. San Joaquin made the big headlines yesterday and today over their decision to break, over claims that we are no longer a creedal church and because we have welcomed women in ordained ministry and have begun serious discernment about blessing covenanted, grace-filled relationships that the historical church has condemned. So it's turned into a classic us-them situation. Whoever gets to claim the stump title gets the prize. They are the faithful stump cut off by the innovations of the Episcopal Church. But cutting trees from their roots is older than the Christian Church itself. The reasons for the late great axes that have been swinging at Anglicanism have their roots back in the first disputes amongst the apostles about who was in and who was out whose interpretation was authoritative or not, who had the spirit and who didn't. We must wish our sisters and brothers in San Joaquin who have chosen to depart, we must wish them well for the sake of our God, who sees the arc of human history as a whole and alone knows how deeply our roots are shared and how our branches are intertwined. For in whatever quest they have chosen, wherever their ship will take them, we must recognize that we all belong to the same root of Christ. But more relevant to my sermon today is the handful of congregations who choose to remain, who suffer the violence of schism but seek to plant anew as Episcopalians in the Central Valley. They are very much a stump, a remnant, the place where Isaiah begins today to sing a poem about hope and redemption. And back at home, we know our own stumps well, even inside ourselves. Those places where we and those we love have been cut down to the ground and chewed up by the blades of life, where we feel bereft or dry, It fascinates me that the promise of Isaiah today begins here, not with a fully grown tree. Indeed, the promise of Christ, as spoken through the words of John the Baptist centuries later, is that he will begin with a stump. The axe is already lying at the root of the trees, John tells those who dare to come and be baptized in the Jordan. There will be stumps to redeem, and if you aren't a stump now, you will be. So it is with the stumps that Jesus will begin. Stumps in our hearts that we have long neglected as lifeless, that we have carelessly run over with our intellectual and emotional lawnmowers. Stumps forgotten, stubborn, rooted yet with the trees we have paid attention to. Our God is coming to us beginning with the least of these, 
or more radically might even create a new stump for Christ to grow from within us again. It's more than a slightly unnerving thought for me, but one that has always brought hope to peoples in exile. It brings hope this morning to our sisters and brothers wondering where they belong. It brings hope to us who remember our imperfect stumps all too often, especially this time of year. They are the rootstock of grace, we are told. They are the places where God begins again with the people of the Spirit. They are the source from which all good will come into our lives, no matter how notched and seemingly dead they are to us. And that's good news. Good news for a people yearning to be free of the divisions of the world. Good news for a people seeking our common roots that reach down deep into the soil of creation and draw up the living waters so that our branches might multiply and reach abundantly towards our Creator. Amen. Thank you for listening to the sermon podcast from the Episcopal Church of Our Savior, Mill Valley, California. We are a growing, welcoming community for those seeking to deepen their relationship with God and to journey in faith with God's people through the breaking of bread and in service to others in Christ's name. You can reach us by phone at 415-388-1907 or visit us online at OurSaviorMV.org. That's O-U-R-S-A-V-I-O-U-R-M-V for Mill Valley, dot org. We wish you God's peace, and we hope to be able to greet you in person very soon.